0: you're listening to the one of us.net
1: podcast network hello one of us listeners my name is nick you may recognize my voice from one of us shows such as the screener squad the final watch series and occasionally the breakfast pub Recently, I have ventured into the world of audiobooks and created my own production company, Merks with Mics, which so far has been quite successful. The bad news is, is that it's a little too successful for me to actually keep up with the workload on. So I'm looking for some freelance audio editors to help me out with some basic editing. Things like editing out flub takes, loud breathing between dialogue, and the elimination of clicks and pops and other artifacts that might end up on the audio. Payment would start at the rate of $70 per full hour of edited audio. I'm also looking for narrators, with a decent home recording setup, and at least some previous experience in acting. If you are interested in either of these positions, please contact me at merkswithmikes at gmail.com. Thank you for your time, and a special thanks to all the listeners who support OneOfUs.net and keep this wonderful site going. You make me proud to be One of Us. One of Us.net and all of the
0: shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to One of Us.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Da, da. It's such a great theme. I love it. Which theme was that? That's the theme for our gosh dang podcast.
2: Oh. I thought it was half doing Star Wars.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I hate to break the secret, but it's just a mashup of a bunch of popular themes into one giant music piece. So... I, it's funny, I gave Lorenzo the notes for how to make the theme, and it's just like, okay, this is what I came up with. It's like a little Back to the Future, a little Lord of the Rings, a little Star Wars. I'm just like, okay, that works.
3: <laughs> I'm actually excited for, if he can, for Lorenzo to come back to do the best score. And if he's songs. available, I will probably totally get him on. Yeah. That was a lot yeah, of fun. I
0: now mean, nah, Lorenzo's in a very busy time right now. Uh, sure, sure finish yeah. up a documentary, but... To be fair, I mean I've been working on some stuff in the in the background with him too. So yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah. It's gonna be fun. Hey everybody. Um. So we decided to do another little catch up episode, and I say little lightly because, holy crap, so much happened <laughs> between the last time we recorded. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're gonna go through and just quickly summarize a bunch of stuff to show you how the race is starting to shape up. But uh, let me introduce my hosts here. Uh, we got Bradley. Hello. Hey, how you doing, bud? And we got Rose over here. Hello. Hey Rose. And then we also got Nathan.
2: Hello. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs)
0: Uh, everyone's doing well? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I did well until I woke up at six for something stupid.
0: (laughs) Just kidding. That's already. Yeah, I wonder whose idea that was. Jeez. Yeah. (laughs) Was that mine? He asked
3: tradition.
0: (laughs) If it was your
2: idea, I would jump through this computer and choke you out, bro. It was his
0: idea. (laughs) Was it really? Uh,
2: I would
3: risk a choking just to see that happen. I'd be like, (laughs) wow,
0: amazing. (laughs) Mind (laughs) blow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no, it's, it's, it's been all good over here too, I'm just finishing up papers, I literally have like a 15-page paper to finish by tomorrow, and I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> and I, I, it's all the things like, I know I need to work on it, and I know kind of what I'm going to write about, but I don't have anything for it, so I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> it's going to be another long night. But 15 I, you know I worked you mean, a geez.
2: decently long shift at work that got cut short, like, shortly after some dude had a conversation with me at the bar about uh, housing in Austin, and I thought he was just talking about real estate stuff. Then he got in a huge rant about how hipsters and gays are ruining everything, and I was like, ooh, stop. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the appropriate reaction.
2: Yeah. He was about to hand me a pamphlet, and I was like, uh, you know what? I got Whoa, dishes a to a take pamphlet. care of, which wasn't, like...
0: <laughs> I hate when people <laughs> ambush you people use- like that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well it it was kind of like you ever have a conversation with somebody who's just like slowly slipping out of sanity it was kind of like that like the twitching started and i was just like oh man
4: yeah for me that's called thanksgiving dinner (laughs) 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 yeah i uh I had a situation similar
0: to that. I went to go to St. Louis uh, with uh, my wife and one of our friends, and we we're trying to get a picture in front of one of the big arcs there. I mean, you know, the big St. Louis arc. And a guy's like, "Here, I can offer a picture for you guys." And he takes the picture, and he's like, "Yeah, so uh, you guys are enjoying your time here?" Uh, "Yeah, yeah, thank you. Oh, that's really cool. That's cool. You know, uh, I'm here with a big group of people as well. Oh, you're you're here for a group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, why don't you get in touch with us? Here's my card. Why don't you hand us your card? Oh, just in case you want to talk to me. And down to the card, it's like. Oh, he's a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's why he was so nice to us. <laughs>
2: the polite ambush.
0: <laughs> oh, good times, good times. But yeah, thankfully he was much more pleasant than what your guys sounded like, Nathan. Sure, <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah,
2: this this guy was straight up foaming at the mouth. Luckily the second I said I had to do dishes, which is such a lie because I have a broken hand. <laughs> 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 He was like, all right, well, I'm off soon, yeah. And, like, that. some dude from the back kitchen was just like, yeah, he comes in here all the time. Oh, one
0: of those types. Ooh. We
2: call him Loco Gringo. <laughs> and I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's fun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, anyways, why don't we just dive right in onto this giant list that I sent you all. Now, I reordered it a little. Well, no, it's probably the same order I sent it uh, out there, but I reordered from how I did it originally. But, um, so one thing I thought was kind of funny to start with a funny story here that, uh, we joked about it on the Breakfast Pub, but apparently Adam Sandler is getting all in on the Oscar hype. And, you know, of course jokingly, but it's still kind of funny. He's just like, hey, uh, if I don't get an Oscar win for Uncut Gems, I'm gonna make a bad movie on purpose. You just watch, that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sorry, which movies that you made were on accident that were bad?
4: Yeah, <laughs> Empty Threat? Because you do that anyway.
0: <laughs> Look at a, he's
3: still in that Netflix contract too, I'd imagine, Ryan.
0: Right? Uh, yeah. So it's already. it's are <laughs> like, coming. Oh, we don't need us to make that. Don't worry.
3: <laughs> his vacation calendar is full. They're coming.
0: I mean, and to be fair, though, he's probably getting some of the best reviews and reception for his roles ever with Uncut Gems. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I don't blame him for being a little excited. <laughs> I guess.
2: I can't wait to see it, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's not playing in Boise when I go after Christmas break until Christmas Day, so I have to wait a little
2: bit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. same in Austin for me. At least I haven't checked AFS, but...
4: That's surprising for Austin.
2: Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean,
0: maybe uh, Austin's being cut off now. (laughs) I don't know. Um, At least he got the
2: Irishman early, so...
0: So then uh, also an interesting little story here. Uh, you know how they keep trying to change something about the award ceremony? Like, every, like literally, last year they tried to introduce, like, three or four changes that all got shot down because they were mm-hmm. awful ideas. Um, like
2: cinematography during the commercial break?
0: Yeah. yeah, because that's totally respectful to the hardworking people in your industry. <laughs> <sighs> Now, this one might have that same kind of backlash on a very smaller scale. It's, it's mostly an issue of tr- they're trying to test to see who cares, I guess, situation with the, whatever they suggest, because in this case, they're considering consolidating sound editing and sound mixing into one award.
3: Hmm. Even though they're two different things
0: That's the thing, it's like everyone's like, who cares? Nobody knows the difference between the two It's like, there is a discernible difference between a sound editor and a sound mixer
4: Yes, very much so, and the people that care are the ones that do it
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, you know, one of my friends, he has worked as a sound editor And he can tell you what it is to do a sound editor's job versus a sound mixer's job (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. it's not nearly as bad as the cinematography one at least for me oh it's but, not
0: it's, just, it's that thing they're trying to they're trying to test the audience to see how much that they're passionate about one thing or another you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like yeah oh, i hope the sound editors and sound mixers get into a little bit of a tiff on this one
4: <laughs> well absolutely yeah, I... they...
3: was, sorry go ahead yeah
4: i didn't say that it would be It's somehow slightly less egregious to maybe cut one of those from the broadcast, not to say that either of them, you know, are more or less important than the other, but to combine them, they're, yeah, they're related, but they're not the same thing, so I'm not even understanding how they could possibly, you know, judge things on that unless it's for sound editing and sound mixing.
0: I don't know either, honestly. (laughs) It's... Eh, it's again. They're Apparently,
2: a, they're yeah. They're just putting it into best sound for a motion picture.
0: I mean, unless both of those people get acknowledged, like the sound, like the head sound editor and the head sound mixer. That's still. I, don't
2: know. I think that's what they're gonna do. Which isn't a bad idea, all things
0: considered. Yeah, I guess it's the thing. You never want to see people getting shafted from the recognition. I mean, because Hollywood does that already on a regular basis. Yes, that's
2: true. Why don't they consolidate best adapted screenplay and best original screenplay?
0: Um, Because I I personally like that distinction, because not every year are the original screenplays all great, or the adapted screenplays all great, personally. You know?
3: Yeah. Or best...
2: I mean, it gives more things notice, but if they're Mm -hmm. really just trying to make cuts... I don't know. Best yeah. screenplay just seems to be a better way to put it.
0: I mean, wh- why not just? I mean, I guess maybe it's their way of also trying to say, okay, if we're going to add a stunt category, then something else has to go or something like that. Oh, <laughs>
2: uh, I would <laughs> love a stunt category. Right? That yeah. would be cool. That'd be really cool. Think,
0: talk about something that would make everybody happy. You know, seriously. <laughs> yeah.
2: I hate that. Like a lot of people's big defense against it is like, oh, then Tom Cruise would win every year. I'm like, good.
3: Yeah. Maybe not every year, but yeah, Tom Cruise with an yeah. Oscar for something he's incredibly passionate about and risks his life to do. Isn't that what they want
0: out of an award Well, and winner? he wouldn't win himself. It's the stunt coordinator, I'm assuming, who would take sure, the Sure,
3: I bet a whole team would yeah. end up winning
0: it, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, and, uh, I've been getting a lot of appreciation for stuntmen after seeing um you, you ever watch those Corridor Crew videos where they show stuntmen reacting to famous stunts? Mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm. like that that's really cool when you see like how much work and how much they have to do to prep for those kind of things It's really you know, it's a really admirable job so <laughs> uh, I'd
2: even like it if they did like uh called it like the Hal Needham Stuntman award ooh. and did it kind of i don't know oh uh, <laughs> that was well, just the first thought I had
4: that uh stunt people do have their own you know star studded award show and whatnot, and I saw some really cool footage one time. Of, um, it was a stunt in and of itself. They had a man and a woman in very nice tuxedo and dress, and then someone came up and lit them both on fire, and they (laughs) walked like 15 feet down the carpet, completely engulfed in flames before they came in with the, you know, fire extinguisher and whatnot. But they were just walking calmly and smiling, completely. (laughs) (laughs) That's rad. That's
0: amazing. (laughs) Oh, I I would love to see that. Yeah, no, I, I remember hearing about the award show because, um, Somebody, uh, one of the films that won a while back was that Hot Rod movie because of that one stunt that apparently was actually a total accident with the dude who was trying to jump over the van and he totally crashes into the ramp. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because that, that's actually real. That's not simulated. The dude, they were supposed to make the <laughs> oh jump gosh. and he, I think he overshot it and like totally broke his back or at least his leg leg really mm-hmm. low at a certain point where you're like, ooh. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I guess... For that, you know, it's amazing that he would suffer for his art for such a terrible movie, but, you know. Aw, I don't like that movie. uh, It's one of the better Sandberg movies. Yeah, It's not saying much. I like
2: Hot Rod. Whiskey.
0: I'm in the wrong crowd, apparently, with this kid. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, moving on from there, we also have the initial list of contenders visual effects. So they're going to pare this down into ten contenders in, like, another week or two. Or, Hmm. I don't know, however long. Um... I'm intrigued by this list, because it's, it's funny, because it's literally everyone that you would expect, except for Detective Pikachu. Like, they have an overt uh-huh. thing where they just did not include Detective Pikachu with this list.
3: Do you think it's because some of the Pokemon were poor-looking compared to the Pikachu, or what? I mean, would you say that those
0: effects are, are worse than Midway, though?
3: No. Well, well, I didn't see Midway. That's not fair. I did see Dumbo, and the Pokemon looked way better than that monstrosity.
0: Yeah, like a lot of these, I understand because the effect works not that bad on them. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's other ones where I'm just like, mm, the Steppel will not make the second round.
2: Yeah, is Jumanji. So the next Cats level is clearly the front runner, right? Oh, uh, which one? Cats for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, Cats is on here. Yeah, there it is. I'm gonna be amazed if Cats makes it past this first round. <laughs> I'm between
2: Cats or Aladdin.
5: <laughs> yeah, Aladdin's on there.
3: Aladdin looked way better than advertised, though. To be fair.
2: I didn't end up seeing Aladdin.
0: Well, it's because uh, that initial trailer was so criticized <laughs> that they worked overtime to fix it, so...
3: Men in Black International, I didn't see, but that also was advertised very poorly. Effects, when the am mm-hmm. talking about the effects. It looks pretty shitty, actually, in the marketing. But what, Did anybody yeah. see that here? No. No. I okay.
0: even uh, yeah, no, I didn't <laughs> end up seeing Men in Black.
4: Which yeah, was probably guess... for the best, because I heard it was terrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just hear that mostly it's just really unremarkable and boring, you know? Just yeah. like, Same, a Man in mean. Black movie shouldn't be boring.
4: No, it should On a serious
2: note, I think, uh, I'm glad that Ad Astra is getting nominated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I thought the effects work was amazing in that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, The Irishman was going to be nominated, like, that was just a given. Uh... Captain Marvel, I'm glad is nominated because the de aging work on Sam Jackson was fantastic, except oh, for sure. the one scene where he ran, <clears throat> where he's running, <laughs> and you can tell he's seventy. Yeah. That's,
0: well, I mean, that's the same with the Irishman. The effects are really good, except when you look at their bodies or watch them do complex, you know, more complex movement. <laughs> mm. I don't
3: know, that's why I've none of
2: these. Everywhere. I feel like I have like a, a huge stake in winning, like other years, like with the Jungle Book for 2016, or like. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes in 2017, where I just had like stake in the ground, this must win. All yeah, these I are just the kind of. Like, Blade Runner won. Ha! Eat it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, good special effects, but fuck War for the Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has it. there ever been a movie? No, there have been movies more reliant on CGI. Oh yeah. But none as successful. Okay.
0: Blade Runner is incredibly reliant on CGI throughout the entire film. Just I'm talking
2: about, like, a CGI protagonist, though. Eh.
0: Uh, meh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um,
2: no, <laughs> Don't amazed, you meh, war.
0: <laughs> I'm amazed Terminator made it onto the list. So. Yeah. Dark yeah. Fate. And apparently 1917 had much more visual effect work than I thought it did. So. <clears throat>
3: well, it's just, yeah. The one-shot, okay. I'm guessing. Since I heard it wasn't one-shot, but it's seamlessly as if it's it is one-shot. style. Yeah, yeah that, it's, I think that's incredibly impressive to pull off so absolutely oh yeah
0: no i mean i can't wait to see this one I hear just nothing but great things you know Anyways, bombs and uh, violence yeah moving, uh, moving on. on from there we also have i believe um it's the IDAs, which is the international documentary association winners i remember we covered the nominees briefly back then but the overall winner for best documentary this year with the, uh, that group was for sama uh if you remember that film for mm. sama i don't <clears throat> what it would which one's that it's um, an expose on the me- uh, the women and children who are caught up in the Syrian uh, crisis. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, of course, you know, heavy, dramatic, powerful situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But um, then the director prize for that actually went to American Factory on Netflix. You know, the one about the uh, Chinese ownership of the American uh, uh, factory.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. We can, yeah. We can watch that now, right?
0: Uh, yeah. It's been out for a few months now. So. Cool. Actually, that's one thing I want to catch up. Like, if I, you know, last minute before the Oscar race, see if I can catch up on something like the Netflix documentaries or something like that.
2: It's coming up so close. I
0: know, what day are the actual nominees going to be announced for the Oscars?
2: Uh, let's that's find fun. out. <clears throat> and then we'll see each other in
0: the AM for that. <laughs> Oh, gosh, it's um, I'm, G- January 13th. I'm better
2: with the AM for that than the Golden Globes. Like, <laughs> Golden looking at Mountain. Tim Allen just made me really sad. I
0: know. Uh, so January yeah. 13th is when the Oscar nominations are announced.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, so we, got, we got a
0: month. Okay, that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like sama Apollo 11, and a couple other ones are going to be the major contenders for uh, for not, uh, uh, documentaries this year. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just also quickly, there was the British Independent Film Winners, <clears throat> and Forsama also won Best Documentary there, but I think the overall best film that won at that one was... Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, um, The Personal History of David Copperfield from Armando Iannucci.
3: <laughs> uh, this Ooh. is the first time I've heard of that.
0: I mean, I didn't but know I
2: love Armando Iannucci. I did not so. know. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Oh, sorry, that one didn't win. Sorry, it's so the formatting here. So, Forsama actually won that one as the best independent British feature, which, wow. Okay. Okay. Yep, best supporting oh, actor, sorry. I'm
3: showing Hugh Laurie, who plays Mr. Dick.
0: In, in that In the one. personal so then, yeah, history no, of um, David Copperfield. The personal history yeah. won for best screenplay as well. So, that's where I, I saw the one right below that there. I um, like Hugh
2: Laurie. I'm, I'm interested now.
0: I'm really excited
2: for that uh, new TV show he's got coming out on HBO.
0: Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: Also by Armando Anucci. That show looks hilarious. That looks cool. cool.
0: I can't wait. Um, And then also Renee Zellweger won Best Actress here too. So that's cool.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised to see that that movie is getting, you know, as many, as, pleasantly surprised, but as many awards as it gotten so far, because it seemed like it just kind of came and went with very little fanfare.
0: It, it seems like that Renee Zellweger is the only thing that people really praised about that movie. So, ah. I mean, because I know um, London on the site here hate, hated the movie, except for Renee Zellweger. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, also very quickly, uh, for another country, the Australian Oscars happened. Which I, you know, I guess I didn't really follow that as a thing, but um, the big winner that night was the Nightingale from um, Jennifer Kent, uh, who did the Babadook.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I need to see that movie. Yeah,
0: I need to. uh, I mean, I know I think we reviewed it um, on the Screener Squad. I think Chris and the guys did. So the front end is pretty good.
2: I had a I guy a who reviews movies come up to me and be like, that's the best movie made this decade. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it.
0: <laughs> it's okay. That's a bold <laughs> <Damn>. claim. <laughs>
2: yeah. When
3: did The Duke come out?
2: 2016? 15?
5: Yeah, yeah three,
0: three, four years ago, yeah. I have
2: Something like Babadook. that. I still haven't seen that either. I haven't seen either of Jennifer Kahn's movies. Mm. Oh, oh, Babadook,
0: great. Yeah, yeah. but um, The Nightingale won for Best uh, Film, Best Director, Best Screenplay, and Best Actress. So, that's a nice little quartet there. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, And that's mostly the talk about for that one. So, also quickly, we kind of talked about this on Breakfast Pub, but we also had the Annie Award nominations happen, where it's all the biggest names in animated films. And it was a decent mixture for both the feature and independent feature lists. So, for uh, feature, we had Frozen 2, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, Klaus, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4, which... You know that's a decent list, kind of. Thing. Yeah,
3: I like that two of them aren't sequels and are also kind of underdogs.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I guess people still fondly remember L- *Missing Link*, who liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then I'm I-
2: just glad *I Lost My Body* is nominated, mainly because I have not seen any of the sequel ones on there.
0: <laughs> well, because then that that one's nominated for indie feature, which Best also has mm-hmm. um, Boonwell and the Labyrinth of Turtles*, *I Lost My Body*, *Oka's Inn*, *Premar*, and *Weathering with You*.
3: Promera here is that's the over-excitable, adrenaline-junkie one where every something is always going on constantly and it'll probably give you ADHD if you don't have it already.
0: <laughs> Am I getting that right? I, I haven't seen I've it never yet, but I'm it,
3: excited so. to see it. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it was a pretty good spread out for all the categories of films getting recognized. Like, you know, I My Body was up for director and there's some... Uh, oh, actually, one prize I was just kind of happy about personally... Um, uh, Richard Horvitz from Invader Zim got nominated for his work in After the Fortress for acting. Oh,
4: cool! Really? Yeah,
0: because yeah. <laughs> that dude kicked butt in that movie. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, any thoughts on just the, some of those big nominees there? Or
2: no, uh, it's uh, it's about what a mirror of uh, what we're gonna see later at the Golden Globes, pretty yeah. much
0: and I hope the Golden Globes aren't the end-all predictions for what's going to make it this year, because I'm like, come on. Some films were made outside of America that were actually pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it, it, it's just kind of a weak year for animated movies, I feel, especially in comparison to last year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there wasn't, like... I mean, it wasn't like they were all awful, but when I think about whatever animated films came out, it's like none of them really, like, overperformed or exceeded my expectations, really.
2: I mean, I heard Toy Story 4 was pretty great, but I still didn't mm-hmm. see that because I just felt like it was kind of unnecessary
0: yeah no yeah. I, I I waited until because I mean I think I can just watch on Disney Plus now right or yeah yeah. so I, I haven't might as well watch it on there
4: <laughs> yeah I saw it and I still feel the same way so <laughs> fair enough uh,
2: <laughs> see I, I'm harder on most of those uh, the shows or not shows uh, animated movies I just well, uh,
3: yeah I think it sucks that there's so many sequels and sequels yeah. that are kind of treading the same story. Like, oh my gosh, Elsa, she's got to go find herself. I mean, mm-hmm. she did that already, and very convincingly, and we got an amazing song out of it, but hey, let's let's have her go find herself again. Like, it, wh- it's whatever.
4: almost like the first one wasn't written with a sequel in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Accurate.
0: That's, that's always the best. They're just like, stretch it out. It's like, with what? I don't know. Stretch it out.
3: Yeah. And I like <laughs> Toy Story 4 as well. I liked it a lot the first time. The second time, I thought it was okay. The third time, I wished my kids would stop watching it. So
0: it <laughs> Well, really I was. mean, that's just gen- general with kids, I'm sure.
3: <laughs> oh, no. I could watch Spider-Verse any
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah,
5: it
0: was great. Um, anyway, also we got the WGA nominations. Now, Unfortunately, this isn't the film one, yeah, It's only TV ones, but it's interesting because it's showing a lot of trends for what's going to probably show up next year at the Emmys as well. And some of the films have been recognized, or some of the shows have been recognized in some other categories here and other um, shows. But the top drama series were The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Mindhunter, Succession, and Watchmen.
2: Ooh. Yes, yeah, Good Watchmen actually scooped
0: up a bunch of nominations lately for television prizes.
2: That is I'm cool. so glad.
0: Yeah. Um. And then for comedy, it was Barry. Marvel's oh. Mrs. Maisel, Pen Fifteen, Russian Doll, and Veep. So, oh man, Barry. yeah,
2: Barry. Right. Barry, yes, I like uh, uh, Veep. I don't know how I don't know if you guys watch Veep, but I thought their last season was really, really strong.
0: I stopped watching Veep because I felt like the quality started to dip a bit after Ianucci left the show.
2: Oh, uh, I didn't really feel that at all. At least with all that I've watched, uh, I feel like the last episode really. Uh, was satisfying in the darkest way possible. Wow,
3: well, oh, that's, that's cool. good to hear. <laughs> yeah, I like dark comedies.
2: There's there's a full portion where they're just berating Jonah with insults, and it's almost like their best of hits without being their best of hits. <laughs> it, it's gloriously well written.
0: Although it's hard to top the um, uh, the C span episode where they did that and they pulled out the file of all the wor- things. Oh that yeah, Jonah. That's so <laughs> hard
2: to top that one. That's still
0: one of the best. Th- I mean, the hardest I've ever laughed in beep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jolly Green jizz face. <laughs> Super
0: Supercalifragilistic yeah. cheese Jesus, something like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a great show.
0: And then um, also for animated shows just kind of cool. Uh Bob's Burgers got represented a bunch. Uh I believe the first episode of this season's of Bojack Horseman got nominated also.
3: Oh, which... that's
2: good.
0: Yeah, and no, I heard from people that uh this this season, well, I mean, well, you know, Lexi was on the review. She liked it a lot, so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I need to catch Even up, up on part the one. Yeah. Past a uh, couple seasons. That's another one where like, I found out it was ending, so I just decided to drop off and then wait for it all to be over.
3: Something yeah. I would like to say about this animated, there is a Simpsons episode on here. Um, Thanksgiving of Horror. There's three episodes. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, Thanksgiving of Horror actually is the best Simpson episode in years, and I do that recommend... That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, even people yeah, who same. are done with it, who have written it off, said this isn't for me anymore... I think that that should still be watched. It's a great episode.
0: Wow.
2: Well, Disney Plus.
0: Sometimes (laughs) you can pull things out of the bag, you know? Just... Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, also, I mean, just another guild nomination thing, the Art Directors Guild put out their nominees this year. And it's a long list because they divide it up by, like, you know, period piece, contemporary, half-hour stuff, films. But, um, I mean... Mostly, if you saw a film this year, like a major contender, it's up for at least one uh, award with art and guild stuff. So, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I'm curious to see who makes it to the final cut, because, I mean, all these have great set work. Like, even like Joker or 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, that kind of stuff.
2: This is what yeah. I'm especially glad that Ad Astra was nominated for because they did a lot of great work at building a world through their production design. And I have my own issues with the film, but Definitely not with the production design, which I thought was incredible.
0: Well, uh, James Gray's films, I find like he produces and makes them very well. It's just a matter of if you care enough about the story that will keep that make you stay with it or not, kind of thing.
2: I'd say it might be the best James Gray movie I've seen. I'm not sure. Yeah, it, I mean, it's I a liked, tough one.
0: I like the Immigrant. I just wasn't crazy about it, kind of thing.
2: Okay, I did not see the Immigrant. Yeah. Ma- Maybe that would change my mind.
0: Well, I know I stayed away from Lost City of Z, not because of the film itself, but because my parents saw it, and they hated that movie. <laughs> I like, that was I like the most boring enough. movie I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah. If you're
3: going down a river, it better be to kill Brando, or I'm not interested. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Are you saying that if they're hunting for a giant anaconda, it wouldn't capture your attention either?
3: Oh, you got me. I actually do like the first anaconda movie.
0: <laughs> uh, I love the
2: first Anaconda yeah, I yeah, it yeah, It's trash. Yeah,
0: it's trash, but it's good trash. <laughs>
2: the John Voight death, though. Spoiler alert. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to some of the bigger award prizes that happened, like, including winners with the situation, uh, mm-hmm. the Gotham Awards, one of the earliest ones, was announced, and Marriage Story took some of the, a bunch of the top prizes, mm-hmm. which, have now you guys I seen I still have to yet? watch that. Yeah, have you guys yeah, seen I know this you weekend. It
2: just- yeah. Uh, I am uh, I am excited, but I I don't want to be depressed.
0: <laughs> it's here's the thing. So I watched it, and I I personally love this movie. It's actually not as depressing as I feared it was going to be.
2: Because you were not, telling me that.
0: Yeah, well, because it's it's not trying to be just a bleak picture of divorce. It's like yeah, they're going to show the ugly side, but they show it to see how bad it can get, and hopefully uh, prevent them from ever doing that kind of thing. But well, I'm excited cool. to watch
2: it. I yeah. honestly just haven't had enough spare time. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, always yeah.
0: been a factor with this kind of stuff. It's just <laughs> being able to actually watch them, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like two hours and 15 minutes, too, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it, it flies by pretty quickly.
3: Well, I I'm not, I don't complain about run times, but that is a a large chunk of time in which I know a kid, if a kid walked in while I was watching it, they'd look at it for 10 seconds and be like, is that Black Widow? Is that Kylo Ren?
5: are <laughs> doing
3: stuff like they'd expect them to, you know do karate or do some force powers. And, yeah, he and like, pulls out okay, a lightsaber and Black Widow
0: jumps up and hits him in the head while wrapping her legs around his neck. I don't know.
3: I kind of <laughs> want to see that now.
0: <laughs> that argument scene that happens there would be a lot more interesting if it came into a giant <laughs> like bare knuckle <laughs> ball between scene. the two yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that scene is one of the most powerful scenes of acting I've seen all year between the two of them. So, I heard oh,
2: nothing but praise towards that scene in general.
0: Oh, it it ends on a note where you're just like... Wow I'm a wreck right now <laughs> um, but yeah so it won I'm best glad movie.
2: that Aquafina got notice yeah for the so story
0: won for best picture actor and screenplay and then Aquafina won for best actress which I think she's gonna make it to the Oscars you know that's- oh that's cool
2: that'd be awesome yeah she was fantastic in that movie
0: yeah and then um that-
2: Still might was, be my favorite movie of the year. Oh, I'm oh, sorry.
0: Oh, sorry, no, no worries. I, I still need to watch that one, too. That's on my list. But um, Oh, you still
2: haven't seen The Farewell?
0: I know. I, I, I've ah, i so been bogged good. down with stuff lately, kind of thing.
2: Definitely give that one a watch before we do our Best of the Year podcast.
0: Oh, absolutely. I got a list of ones that just start knocking out, like, one by one. Knocking no out the board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we got American Factory was Best Documentary. Um, and then they have a couple, like, you know, breakthrough prizes, including uh, Taylor Russell for Waves. So, that's cool. Oh, cool! Ooh.
3: Best yeah. screenplay says "Marriage Story." Is that a breakthrough? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Best screenplay is sandwiched between two breakthrough awards. I see. Never yeah, mind. That's the way that they are. I thought that's not a breakthrough. It. He's been writing for years. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The only now discovered Noah Baumbach. <laughs> 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 What's Squid and the Whale? What's Francis Ha? I've never heard of these yeah. films. <laughs> Anyway, um, we also got the National Border Review, like, one of those, like, long-running um, award contender things, and surprisingly, the big film, I mean, they came up with a top ten list, just like the AFI Fest, and, okay, so the top ten lists they had out here were 1917, Dolomite, Ford vs. Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Merit Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Richard Jewell, Uncut Gems, and Waves.
2: Not too bad of a list.
0: Yeah, not too shabby, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah,
3: I'd like to see all of these before the end of the year.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And usually, actually, um, the NBR has a better track record of crossing over to Oscar contenders and possible winners kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, last year, let's see, so since 2015, they've noted that all of their picks for Best Film have won the Best Picture, like, at least a nomination, for sure. hmm uh, And last year, they predicted Green Book, so...
2: Ugh. Oh, well, I'm glad Dolomite is my name, and Jojo Rabbit made it.
0: Yeah, I like I like those movies a lot. So those are
2: two Jojo of Rabbit's my favorites of the where year. Where I live, Aww. Uh How many of you guys have seen Jojo already? Besides oh, Bradley, yeah,
4: I have not. It's not been playing around here, sadly. Uh, you know, I'm sure oh, it's
0: that so it did get a good. wider release than it did. You know, or at has got promoted more. A
2: yeah, films. I,
3: they don't play in my neck of the woods for some reason. I don't know well, if it's a copyright I mean, It's definitely
0: a or... American-made production, because it's not set in New Zealand or maybe that New Zealand. You know, in that side of I life. heard that, and
3: I was excited, but then it never came.
0: I'm sure they are all... I like, think oh, it's
2: I oh, yeah, easily God. Taika's best film. Oh uh, wow.
0: You know, maybe. I would actually... Yeah, that's a possible one, I think. I
2: really I... like The Wilder People. We'll see.
0: Well, that's the problem, though, is that everyone got all like, oh, it's about Nazis, and it's showing Nazis being cute and cuddly and funny. It's like... I don't think so at all, honestly.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's just such a great satire about how stupid it is to hate. Yeah, and that—that
3: that, I'm really interested in that message because hate is stupid should be a stronger message in more films. In oh hell, yeah,
0: right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then also uh, similarly, the AFI put out their top ten list, and I mean it's actually largely identical to that list. So you got uh 1917 the farewell in this case the irishman yes. jojo rabbit joker knives out little women marriage story once upon a time in hollywood and richard jewell which this these two and then another um big contender coming out they're like is richard jewell's making a last minute like push for a couple categories so i'm just like oh okay <laughs> that makes
4: sense. i'm also it's glad night
2: movie yeah yeah I'm glad Knives Out is getting some notice in both of them. I don't think it'll be a best picture contender, but God, that was one of the most fun I mean, movies I saw all year. getting some recognition through a
0: few contenders, I mean, through categories this year, so.
2: Yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed that film.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, it should all be good. So, also, um, I knew I was missing some of this stuff, so I looked it up. Uh, specifically with the National Board of Review, they also awarded uh, specific prizes. So, for best director, they picked Quentin Tarantino, which. Eh, you know, I mm. I think I, I don't think he's going to make it to the Oscars this year for director He might for screenplay, but Yeah um, Best actor was Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems from them.
3: Oh, that's cool
0: Yeah, there you go, you won one prize, Adam Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Renee Zellweger for Judy uh, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell Which I think is going to be her big push to get a Supporting Actress nomination this year Because mm-hmm. she got this mm-hmm. and then the Golden Globe nomination this morning
5: Hmm
2: I wonder how close to a lock Brad Pitt has on the supporting actor role, because as much as I did like Pacino and uh, Pashi, I thought Brad Pitt was probably the best character I saw in 2019.
0: Oh, he, he was one of the strongest performances I've seen all year, so. Oh,
2: yeah.
3: He said he's not campaigning, and the Oscar is like a bitter child. But it's Brad
0: freaking. uh, I don't know. know.
3: I could see them be like, "He thinks he's too good for us. You don't get to come to our party
0: then." No, they're uh, an abused girlfriend, man. They're just like, "Oh, please love us, Brad. We'll give you an award. We'll give you an an
2: nomination." (laughs) I say that jokingly. I'm not trying to make a
0: point or anything. (laughs)
2: <laughs> on but off subject, I'm actually surprised he didn't manage to make it at least in the shortlist on somebody's best actor of the year for Ad Astra. Because he actually gave one of his better performances in that movie.
0: I think none of people saw Ad Astra in that case. so.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. Yeah, uh, but but shows um, also, hate astronauts. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, we hate space. That's our <laughs> yeah. problem. Um, also, original <laughs> screenplay went to Uncut Gems. Adapted Screenplay went to Irishman, which seems to be one of the bigger contenders in that category. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, unsurprisingly, Best Foreign Film was Parasite, because of course it was. Hell yeah. And then Best Cinematography went to 1917, which has won not all, but most of the current categories have been nominated for that so far.
2: Not surprising. Can't wait to see it.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Let's see, moving on from there, we also got uh, the 2019 Film Critics Circle. And in this case, the Irishman also won Best Picture in that
2: Cool. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Irishman. It's one of the best movies I've seen all year. I'm not sure it's my vote for Best Picture, but it I have no issue with it taking it. If it took it at the Oscars, I would not be upset.
0: Yeah, that's not my top pick, but I mean, there's a couple other uh, awards categories here that are my I mean, that have been reflecting my top picks, but um, this is still pretty good. And then, you know, they they awarded the Safety Brothers for Best Director, uh, and Tony Banderas has been picking up a couple prizes for Yay. I always cool. like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Pesci's actually been winning a couple times, too. 1st
2: I'm here. glad that uh, Lupita Nyong'o uh, got noticed for Best Actress for Us mm-hmm. in oh, uh, the Circle Awards. Because she was yeah. great in that movie. So, Yeah, I just think that movie came out probably too early in the year that she's just not getting the recognition that she deserves.
0: Yeah, it's getting buried <laughs> in, 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 through time and forgetfulness and that stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then also Laura Dern for Marriage Story got recognized here, which is pretty cool.
3: And it says Little Women.
2: Uh, yeah. Story I, guess and little women.
0: I didn't even know she was in Little Women, so there you go. Yeah. I'm very
3: excited for Little Women. I, I wish more people were.
2: <laughs> so am I, dude. I, Lady Bird is one of my favorite movies of the decade. Right?
0: Oh, you know, I, I love Lady Bird. I just, it's one of those things where there's been so little promotion for that movie that I just don't know what to think about it, kind of
3: thing. No, um, I hear you. And you'd think there would be more because it's also based on a timeless classic.
0: I think uh, that's the problem, though, is that it is a remake, so that might. Be, Hinder a little bit of the attention. Towards yeah, like, I guess oh, that well.
3: movie's been made a lot too.
2: Like, that like, and it's, it's a follow-up so. up to a very well-regarded debut film. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so I I'm, I'm sure there's some people going, "Oh, it's a sophomore slump." Although reviews so far have been largely positive for the film. So
2: yeah, yeah, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, there's actually a separate thing for what, called the New York Film Critics Online, which I guess is different than the Film Critics mm-hmm. Circle. So well, I guess yeah, why okay. Not? Um, <laughs> and in that case, Parasite won for Best Picture oh cool Thanks. nice yeah and it won for best director and best screenplay which good that's wow. my favorite movie of the year so
3: that's triple
0: yeah um and then also Walking Phoenix won for Joker another win for Lupita Nyong'o for actress uh supporting actor was Pesci and then supporting actress was Laura Dern which right now Laura Dern might be one of the front runners for that
3: now who does Laura Dern play in the marriage story one of the parents she of is the... Scarlett
0: Johansson's lawyer in that one. Oh, lawyer oh wow yeah, so that's one of the things that, you know, it's is a, a minor little detail about the plot. But basically, a big, a big element of the story is about how lawyers make things ugly, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have and you guys
3: seen a Divorce Inc.? It's a documentary on divorce proceedings. I have not. I've heard of it, but
2: I have not seen it.
3: It's brutal and very sad. Yeah, that's I'm my sure contribution to that. But yeah, so I'm sure I'm excited you'll think about this. that with this,
0: with yeah. this movie. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad too that a uh, de- the debut director prize for this one also went to The Chambermaid, which I saw is the um, Mexico's competition uh, competitor for the International Feature Oscar. It's really, mm-hmm. really good. cool, good. Like pretty much. It's yeah, you guys were reviewing that
2: after. Uh... Irishman, and I was excited to uh, look it up and realize, oh shit, I really would have liked to watch this and review it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gotta jump on those links.
2: Uh, I so know. Then... Oh, great. Greg. Oh, I had nothing. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, I
0: didn't mean to interrupt you there. Um, also, we got the LA Film Critics uh, Association here, and Parasite won again. Woo! Woo! <laughs> gosh dang parasite such a good movie (laughs) (laughs) i still have to see it i'm so i
2: think i should go see it again tomorrow i have to wait for my phone to get fixed so i could just use the draft house season pass and go see it again
0: yeah um yeah but then actually the person who won best actress is one i'm super happy about that no one's actually really seen is mary Kay plays for the movie diane so
3: where is that playing is that an amazon movie
0: um, well, I mean, yeah, it's available for streaming now. It came out, like, April or man, March, I think.
3: Oh, if it's av- available for streaming, yeah, I'll watch it.
0: It's a really good indie movie. Like, it's not, like, the best movie ever, but she is such a pivotal part of what makes it work, because she carries mm-hmm. the story throughout it, so. Cool. Yeah, I'm just happy that other people have actually seen this movie. Um, and, of course, Mary Story won for screenplay. Uh, Jennifer Lopez won for Hustlers for supporting actress. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I,
2: I loved Hustlers. Still one of my best of the year.
0: Also, um, this category—I mean, this group and the last group—awarded *Portrait on a Lady of Fire* for cinematography.
2: Mm, if you guys remember right. that one, that French drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen the trailer for it. It looks gorgeous.
0: Yeah, and they also awarded uh, *Atlantics* because it was shot by the same person, Claire Mathon. So. Hey,
2: that's a big year
0: for that person. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. Good
0: job. No, definitely. Um, and then, I mean, mostly predictable stuff here too. Like for best production design, it was uh, *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So that's a... I lost
2: my body, got Best Animation. And it won for me. Yeah. So. Nice.
0: Yeah. So I can't wait. That's some good stuff there. Anyways, moving on from there, I swear, we're getting to the last few people, because these ones are the big (gasps) ones we gotta talk about. The first is the Critics' Choice Awards, which had the full nomination list, and Irishman led everybody with 14 nominations. Holy shit. Yeah, so they got nominated for Best Picture... Uh, best actor, two supporting actor prizes for Al Pacino and Pesci, uh, director, ensemble, adaptive screenplay, cinematography, production design, editing, costume design, hair and makeup, visual effects, and score.
3: Looking, looking saying... through this
2: list. Oh. Looking through this list. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Somebody told <talk. laughs> was going to say, looking chance? through this list. No. Let's tango. And
3: you go ahead. I was just going to ask who you guys like between Pesci and. Um, shit. Pacino.
5: Pacino? Um, Pacino?
0: You know, uh, I think Pacino is the one I like the most, but I definitely agree that Pesci's work was very, very good in the movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm the same as Justin on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, Pesci had to do a lot more of, like, the reserved and quieter roles, and Mm -hmm. he's really good at that. But when you think of the movie, a lot of the most quotable moments are from Al Pacino.
3: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, too.
2: You don't wear shorts to a meeting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Uh. But looking through the list, I'm actually really shocked that Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson haven't gotten any notice for The Lighthouse, and that is the first yeah. I'm seeing of Willem Dafoe for supporting actor, which is shocking because I thought he'd be one of the frontrunners.
0: Yeah, that's one of those weird things where I'm like, why, why is he not getting more love than he's getting for that kind of uh, that situation? But I, I don't know. I mean, Robert Pattinson's been having an uphill battle because there's so many big competitors for that prize too for Best Actor. Yeah. Oh, I know.
2: Best Actor is so stacked this year.
0: Yeah, so at least he got some recognition from other groups, like the uh, Indie Spirits.
2: So yeah. As much as uh, Eddie Murphy for Dolomite Is My Name, like, Dolomite Is My Name is just one of my favorites of the year, I'm really bummed that he didn't get a nomination for White because I thought he was truly great. I actually thought he was better than Defoe, which, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm in a minority I'm a Defoe on that.
0: myself, but he, Robert Pattinson was very good in the movie, so.
4: They're both um, but, really good.
0: But yeah, the, uh, the competitors for this year, which based on seeing all what the top films are from these different groups, we're kind of getting an idea of who's likely going to be the major competitors for Best Picture, because it's uh, 1917, Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, and Uncut Gems. Which, man, (laughs) remember everyone saying, eh, nobody liked Joker, who's going to see that for Oscar time kind of stuff? And um, yeah, that's uh, totally not true. (laughs) No, I agree.
3: I don't even think it's really an underdog anymore. It's kind of losing its underdog status because of how many people not only genuinely enjoyed it, but because of all the uh, hardware, it might even win. I wouldn't even consider it an upset, actually, especially if Joaquin took actor, you know.
0: I mean, mm. actor is definitely the big one that they're trying to push for, because it's not going to win Best Picture, I don't think, so... God, I hope not. <laughs> like, I like Joker, <laughs> but I, I, I would not say it's the Best Picture of the Year kind of thing. No, it wouldn't <laughs> Yeah, I like
2: Joker a lot, but... Yeah. yeah. No,
0: but uh, I mean, most of the other, like, lists, I mean, they they were very uh, liberal with how many people got were eligible for certain categories, because, like, what, well, I sure, think there's sure. uh, seven nominees for Best Actor. It's like, <laughs> guys, come on. But they're all good. It's, you know, it's Robert, um, Robert De Niro, Antonio Banderas, Leo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Eddie Murphy, Joaquin Phoenix, and Adam Sandler.
2: Yeah. Solid list.
0: Yeah. And then, um, okay, so here's the thing I'm curious, like, what the list for best actors is going to narrow down to, because it's all the major competitors who were nominated. Uh, Aquafina, uh, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson for uh, Marriage Story, Lupita Nyong'o, Saoirse Rodin for Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy.
2: I, I definitely think Aquafina is almost a lock to be nominated for the Oscars.
0: Well, her yeah, and yeah, Scarlett yeah. Johansson, I would say for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, I'm, I said this earlier today, but I'm still so bummed that she hasn't gotten any recognition for Jojo Rabbit until now.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, only a few groups have been recognizing her. But, uh, I mean, she, she was nominated for Supporting Actress here at the uh, Critics' Choice, so.
2: I didn't mm-hmm. see Marriage Story, but I thought she was the best she's ever been in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, no, I, th- I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if she was a double, double nominee this year, so.
0: That would be kind of cool, honestly.
4: And hey, how long has it been since an Asian actress has taken home an Oscar?
0: Uh, Forever? I, I think Too long? I- Well, so what? Like, I'm trying to think now. Like, like how many times Asian actresses have won for lead or supporting roles? Because I think, um, one the actress from Sayonara in the '50s won, but I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure there's something sooner than that. That's just the most prominent one I can think of.
3: Yeah, Michelle Yeoh's had to have been
0: nominated at least, right?
4: I think she has. I think she has.
0: I mean, I know Asian actresses have been nominated, but I can't think of the last time an Asian actress has won. Too long. I mean, do you think Aggravina actually could win, though? That's the question
2: she could i I think there's a possibility yeah she was uh, She was so good in that movie oh yeah uh
0: and then i mean uh sporting actor is you know the usual people because i mean uh, there you go willem dafoe got nominated for sporting actor in this category here and then on top of the other irishman contenders was tom hanks uh anthony hopkins in the two popes brett and brad pitt
3: do you think brad pitt's a lock to win all of these
0: he's definitely one of the front runners i think there's a big like upswell to get Pesci an award um, but I, I think it's going to be between him and Pitt honestly
3: okay well Pesci's has yeah. his awards right Pitt's the one who's kind of due
0: oh yeah and, I mean he's already won and it's like oh I mean I think it's the big thing that everyone's just like oh it's so great he came out of retirement for this one it's such a great yeah, performance that's and a that's thing.
3: yeah and you think they're also yeah like, I... ah, this this can't be Pitt's career worth of uh, wins because he's actually good in this so we don't want to waste
2: it on that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't be upset if Pesci, Pacino, or Brad Pitt won.
0: Yeah, yeah, those are my three, like, safe bets. Or but
2: but for, for that matter, um, Willem Dafoe. Nice. Oh, Willem yeah. too, yeah, yeah.
4: Willem
0: yeah. Too.
3: yeah. I would like to see Willem Dafoe win, too.
4: I want him to win.
3: Yeah, I liked his dialogue so much.
2: <laughs> Why Question. Beans? <laughs> well, I, I definitely think Laura Dern and Jennifer Lopez are pretty much a lock at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah, for Supporting Actress, because it's um, it's them, and then Scarlett Johansson for JoJo, Florence Pugh for Little Women, Zhao Juzin for, yeah, for Farewell, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell.
2: Yeah, I uh, I have yet to see Marriage Story, but I think we could quite possibly see Oscar winner Jennifer Lopez. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. She's crazy to think about. Yeah, she started out as a fly
3: girl on In Living Color when you guys were all like three or four years old. I
2: just thought I'd never see her put in a performance nearly as good as uh, her performance in Out of Sight in her career, and boy was I proven you know, wrong. That's
3: true. That was a great performance. Yeah. Was that thing, a
2: Soderbergh
0: I never film? Considered her to be a great actor. Oh yeah. Yeah, but
2: yeah, yeah. it's just whoa. Cool. Soderbergh does that with a lot of different actors, <laughs> yeah, he does. like Casey Affleck. I mean, he was great beforehand, but it really wasn't until the Ocean's movies where I was like, oh, I like that guy."
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then it was the big break for him with the assassination of Jesse James. Everyone's like, oh, he can actually do great performances now, too.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Magic Mike with Channing Tatum. I mean, I know he also had 21 Jump Street, but, you know. Well, I
0: mean, that was around the same time when he did that, because he had previously worked with uh, Soderbergh for um, uh, Haywire, where he also taught Gina Carano how to act.
2: Oh, yeah, no, he was great in Haywire. That might have actually been his first... Great performance. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because that was part of the Channing Tatum renaissance with that, 21 Jump Street, and Foxcatcher.
2: Off subject, I love Haywire. I already said it, but I love Haywire.
0: I've never seen it.
2: (laughs) It's got so many good action beats. Yeah, it's Soderbergh's uh, Kill Bill, if that (laughs) works well.
5: That's
2: a good definition, yeah. It's closer to the limey than most of his other works. Oh, okay.
0: Um, Any thoughts from you, uh, uh, Rose?
4: Uh, no, nothing that anybody hasn't really said already. I mean, you're kind of on the same page about, you know, the locks and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, because then I'm also looking at your director here, and, I mean, again, somewhere in all these lists that I'm seeing for Critics' Choice Award, I think, are the nominees that will make it to the Oscars, like, you know, more or less. Because then you got, um, director is Noah Baumbach for A Marriage Story, Greta Gerwig for Little Women, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, yay, uh, Sam Mendes for 1917, The Safety Brothers for Uncut Gems, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, and Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, that's a follow list. I mean, I think Sam Mendes actually will make it to the end, because everyone's been talking about just the technical marvel of that movie. So,
3: Do you think Greta Gerwig will? The Oscars keep saying that they're going to nominate more women in other fields, but then they don't.
0: I mean... Uh, I, I'm for, all for giving Gregory stuff because she does good stuff. I just don't want to make an, an expectation that somebody should get something. Sure. Of this kind of thing. And, and
3: we haven't seen the movie. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cause you know, it's like, Hey, yeah. When she was nominated for Lady Bird, I'm like, yeah, she did a great job with that. She totally deserved to get nominated. It's not just cause she's a woman. It's because she also directed a very, very good movie.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. The most yeah. genuine teenagers I've ever seen in a film. Loved that. Oh it. yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Bong Joon-ho, I'm just happy to see, like, you know, again, foreign filmmakers being recognized for big categories. Yeah,
3: I'm a big fan of his. I wish
2: uh, Lorraine Scafaria got nominated for Hustlers for Best Director.
0: Yeah, that's a this tough race for in that one. So
2: I know it's a tough race. It's just, I don't know. I know, I'm not sure, have any of you guys seen Hustlers at all? I, I
5: haven't. haven't.
2: Everyone I know oh.
3: loves it, though. So I might have it's to so
2: it good. I don't know, the, the way how it's directed, it, it's directed in such a non-expletive way. For the subject matter, I just. I don't know. I, I was just in Marvel at oh, that not exploitative,
0: or non exploitive? Because if it's not exploitive. Non exploitive, sorry. Okay, because I mean, that means they didn't swear at all in that movie. No, there <laughs> were a lot of
2: expletives in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that movie probably the has the best. It's
0: most sanitized movie about strippers I've ever seen. <laughs> that
2: movie probably has the best running gag ever. Nice. <laughs> at, at, I mean that as a pun as well. But, I, I, uh... I think. I <laughs> think.
0: <laughs> So, I mean, and the screenplay nominees are mostly what you expected, but the thing that's kind of shocking me is that we might actually see Joker's screenplay get nominated for an Oscar, which Mm. I don't think is the strongest part of that movie, but it's, uh, I think that reflects more of how weak a year it's been for adapted screenplays. Yeah. Because I mean, like all the other ones are probably the expected five. I mean, it's Little Women, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Two Popes, Jojo Rabbit and the Irishman. Like that itself would be, you know, the safe list for Oscar nominated uh, scraps
3: well, what could the Joker screenplay even have? Like, and then in this scene, Joaquin Phoenix acts the hell out of the scene. (laughs) Because nothing really said in that movie is necessarily memorable.
0: Having read a big chunk of the shooting script, I mean, it actually does translate pretty well from script to page, I mean, from page to screen
3: kind of thing. okay. Is that like a criteria? um,
0: What was it? We read up to about the 20-minute mark because I didn't want to be spoiled on anything else uh, with the Mm -hmm. shooting script. But... Aside from a couple cosmetic changes they made, it's largely faithful to what actually made it onto the film itself, and it's overall good, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the part that actually still, like, worked super well, both in the script and in the film, was, um, uh, the instant in, um, in the hospital room with the gun.
3: Oh, oh okay.
0: Yeah, that whole thing, like, worked out almost exactly as written, just with a few changes. <laughs> it was like, ooh, <laughs> it was just effective to read. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's such a weird scene. You're like, oh, it's for my bit. Like, okay. I guess yeah. you had to get fired. That's why that scene happened.
0: Yeah, and so a lot of the other ones here for the categories in the Critics' Choice Awards are just kind of those, like, you know, best comedy or best action film kind of thing. But some of the technical prizes are a little for, uh, foreshadowing for what might make it. Like, you know, uh, we were talking about Ad Astra. That was nominated for visual effects along with a few other cat- uh, contenders here.
2: I think Ad Astra will probably make it for visual effects in the short list. I sure hope so. I mean, it seems very likely kind of thing. Um and I mean, you know, uh, actually one thing that
0: kind of surprised me getting some representation is the Downton Abbey movie.
3: Which
2: what's it getting represented in?
0: Um production design and costumes were. Oh, exactly okay. the awards you think. That makes of. sense.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does anybody find it kind of weird that Ford v Ferrari is nominated under best action movie?
0: I mean, I guess it's technically that's thrilling.
3: Well, if there's more than two cars in one shot, it's an action movie, right?
4: <laughs> Clearly. Uh,
0: see, that's the problem. That Green Book only had one car that they featured, so therefore it's not an oh, action Oh, it didn't movie. qualify. Mm. Yeah.
2: Well, there was that one scene driving Miss Daisy, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on, Miss Daisy. We're going to do some Tokyo Drifting.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> driving Miss Daisy 3. Uh, what, what town are they in? Blank drift. I joke. joke What's his name? Hoke. Dead on Hulk. arrival.
4: It says
3: yield. I can't read. Miss Daisy. We're going full speed. We're turning
4: on the moss. <laughs> Shiny and chrome. Yeah. Oh,
0: no. What? What classic Hollywood films can be Fast and Furious? eyes? Yeah. You
2: know. I I heard for a while they were gonna do Jurassic Park meets Fast and Furious. Mm. i'm sure that was just a joke for the most part
0: but that is kind of funny (laughs) no no like i I wish it
2: were a joke they had like a whole thing where they're like uh universal is thinking about their two biggest franchises merging and i was like oh shit
0: well i think universal was also desperate (laughs) because like oh no people aren't really liking the
2: jurassic world movies anymore what are we gonna do
4: (laughs) i mean (laughs) those good people will be
2: i think if uh I think if you put Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel uh, slamming Velociraptor heads, you'd have my ass in a seat. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson, yeah. with you know, by himself, takes two Velociraptors and smashes them together like
0: that. Ugh. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, I, think think you guys I were love extinct. cinematography prizes. Um, you know, the people who got nominated there are kind of the front runners for this category. Where it's Lighthouse, 1917, Ford v Ferrari, Irishman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Joker. Like. If you take out four of you, Ferrari, I think that's going to be the five that are nominated this year.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just going back to this part. I I just, I'm excited to see who makes it in certain technical categories. Um, <laughs> um, And also, again, this, and then when we talk about the Golden Globes just a sec, only emphasizes what a sucky year it is for best song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Where's the look, best song? Here we go. Yeah, it's a little bit further down the list here, but look at the, those nominees. You got, I mean... It seems like it's going to be an easy win for either Frozen 2 or Rocket Man. Because, you know, it's an Elton John song or, I guess, one of the better songs in the movie that I didn't watch, you know, for <laughs>
2: Frozen 2.
4: I hope Rocket Man gets it, because that song was pretty great.
2: Oh, yeah. I still need to see Rocket Man. Every time we... I feel like every podcast it's brought up now. And I'm like, fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, just look at the other contenders there. Like a Harriet song and Aladdin and Lion King and that kind of stuff.
4: I'm just like... She seems like a really unremarkable Oh, list. man.
3: And that yeah. Aladdin song is so tone deaf. She sings it's, it in her head to herself.
4: Yeah, Spooky about song. how nobody will listen to her. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: I know. Everyone's like, isn't this a strong song for a strong woman and a strong character? I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> it, what Hockey, it really
4: yeah. reminded yeah. me of, fittingly, I guess, was, um, what was it? The Thief and the Cobbler? Oh, the, yeah. The, the, that's, the princess that's had a tale. song in that movie that was... Very similar to this one, not yeah. in, in style or quality, but just the, the content of it. Oh, I wish I could do more, but nobody will let me. I'm a pretty princess, but I have brains, too. And I think she was even also wearing a pink outfit.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rose, is that movie good? The Thief and the Cobbler?
4: Uh, yes and no for the technical marvel, but it, it's been hacked up and re-edited together so many times. And also the animator, I think, died before it was finished. So uh, yes and no.
0: It's the best version of what was there, pretty much. It seems like. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Okay. I actually remember seeing that
0: movie, but I don't remember a single thing about that film. You know, that's
2: one of those. Oh. That's one of those that my friends who like know that I am picky with animated movies. They're like, "Man, you haven't seen an animated movie until you've seen The Thief and the Cobbler." But sorry, Rose.
4: What are you saying? <laughs> if you if you do want to watch it, try to seek out the the original cut because originally it wasn't going to have any dialogue except for Vincent Price's character, and there is that out there the awful Miramax cut that had like uh, Matthew Broderick and I think Sam Kinison in it. D- don't watch that one. Watch the the dialogue less version. Okay, That's a that was a better. Proposal,
2: so yeah. I will go check that one out.
4: I mean,
0: to be fair, though, some of those things. It it feels like a problem like Dark Crystal kind of thing where it's like, I get without dialogue it could be communicated well, but when I was a kid I would not have followed the plot nearly as well without some of the dialogue. I've
2: seen Mm -hmm. the Dark Crystal uh, director's cut. It's a a thing.
0: (laughs) I know, when I heard what it's about I'm like, you know, for whatever problems I have with the dialogue, it actually makes the story make sense. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I love the Dark Crystal. I still need to watch that show the show oh. is
0: amazing it's a great oh, series yeah, yeah god i'm too? just
2: so behind on shit
0: like just on a on a puppeteering level in terms of like technical design and that stuff it's a it's a masterwork I would
4: argue. oh yeah i forgot mm-hmm. i was watching puppets most of the time
0: yeah the only Ooh. times you've reminded you're like oh yeah fight scenes are really hard to do with puppets
4: <laughs>
2: that's how i felt th- watching the original dark crystal that's one of my favorite family films but i'm uh i'm weird like that hmm <laughs> Ah, family films, like watching people
0: getting drained of their essence to shriveled husks. Family hey. entertainment
2: there. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark, you watch a guy's face get melted off, and I'd argue that's one of the that's best That's why I films.
0: didn't watch that film after I saw it when I was 10 until I was, like, 17.
2: <laughs> mm, it's pretty scary. Still one of the best family films. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but all this is leading to the last one here, which we already talked about a little bit in our very sleepy, rambling podcast that we put out for the live reactions for the Golden Globes. But
2: You guys were sleepy? <laughs> no, <laughs> never. <laughs> oh, wait. It was just me and you, Justin. Boy, we were sleepy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember Bradley being on there, and yet I hear him on the audio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait. Always sleepy. Oh, that was breakfast pub. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, me the thing history. that we did this morning yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit
3: These are all boring together <laughs> <laughs> Your days are just bleeding together, yeah
0: So then we got um, the. Let's see, let me just start from the bottom here Just to be safe But uh, for film prizes and stuff I mean, again, original song Well, look, there's one nomination for Cats now Just for the one original song from Taylor Swift there Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Beautiful ghost. I mean, uh, it even sounds like a breakup song. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I've not heard this song yet. I don't think anyone has, have they? Or... No. I don't think so, no. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's a masterwork, but probably not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, all the other ones is just, you know, again, it's the Frozen 2, Harriet, Lion King, and Rocket Man. And it's like, well, this looks, looks like it's going to be an easy win for Rocket Man this year. hmm <laughs> Um, but also for original score, I'm really happy that a lot of these films are getting recognized here. Like, uh, 1917, which, I mean, it's Thomas Newman who makes fantastic music. I mean, he did, um, American Beauty, Road to Perdition, Skyfall, mm. a whole bunch of stuff. wall
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a, wow. one of those great unrecognized, uh, composers. Um, and then Hildur Guanadotir for Joker, which, I mean, say what you want about Joker, that music is really freaking good. Oh,
2: fantastic. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. in the scene in the, uh, the subway bathroom. Well, yeah, that's yeah, my I mean, favorite scene of the movie.
0: I still love I the agree. fact that 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 dance he did was completely improvised to the music.
3: Well, he's, yeah, that's why I hope he wins. I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to be I mean, mad they... if he doesn't, but that was that was the scene for me where I thought, oh, I see why everyone loves this so much. Anyway,
0: well, cause, yeah, that was the thing—they had the music and they didn't have like choreography speci- specified to it, and so they just played it for Walking Phoenix, and he just did what he did on the camera, and you're just like, oh. But <laughs> <Yeah>. that works <laughs> God, um, I love that, that was great, but then a Marriage Story with Randy Newman doing it, which you know Randy Newman <laughs> <laughs> <stuff like that. laughs> <laughs> Go to win and ask
2: you I <laughs> cannot wait to watch Pixar's remake of Marriage Story <laughs> <laughs> What what
0: comedy actors do they get to play Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver? I don't know Oh,
3: it could be about the wedding rings who don't
2: want to uh, be <laughs> who who voices who voices Louise in uh, Bob's Burgers? Oh, no. uh, he, he, he oh, Christian Shaw Christian Shaw. No, you're. Christian Shawl. All right, give me an Adam Driver. Are we just gonna go with H. Uh, John Benjamin?
0: <laughs> that
5: would <Absolutely>. be weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm I'm just picturing that. It's really funny in my head. <laughs> Based on some I haven't seen that.
2: any Marriage stories, so I can't use my impression of H. John Benjamin.
0: Uh, I'm I, I can't do the impressions of those voices it's too, too. Um, let's see and then also um, Alexandre Desplat for little women which I mean that dude gets nominated almost every every time he makes a score so
5: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. like he's the new John Williams where literally he'll be nominated once maybe twice a year for anything that he just poops out which to be fair he's done some very <laughs> good scores so that's a that's yeah. a hot take
2: there. That is well, a hot yeah.
0: I, I Again, I say that only just because, you know, John Williams, you can say he's one of the greatest composers ever, but not sure. every score he did was amazing, you know? Yeah. I always
2: thought uh, Michael Giacchino was the modern day John Williams.
0: Oh, yeah. He certainly wants to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, based on his level of output, especially in like, the last decade, you're just like, wow, does this guy take breaks? <laughs> 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 um, but then also, um, Daniel Pemberton was nominated for Motherless Brooklyn, who's also one of those up-and-coming, like, getting recognized through their work kind of uh, composers, because he did um, the Dark Crystal series. Uh, he did Into the spider Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. Woo! And then he also did um, the Paddington movies.
4: Aw.
2: Yeah. Cool. And he did, uh, he did Man from Uncle, which I really like, and he did Spider-Verse.
0: Yes, indeed. So, yeah, he's he's slowly but surely making a name for himself, which, that's the thing, though, that's, like, the only stuff I'm hearing about Muggles Brooklyn, because, I mean, it seemed like one of those things where people who... Watched it, either were okay with it or just not okay with it, not even hating it. They're just like it was a thing that we saw, kind of thing.
2: Yeah, Edward Norton's one of my favorite actors, and I don't know, still I just, uh, wasn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still Aww. he hey. was
3: one of mine like maybe twenty years ago, but I don't I know, know. know, man. I mean, just the
0: hey, here, the ha-
2: has he done any bad performance that has no, wiped that out he's... of your mind?
0: No, I mean, I, don't think I totally he's forget that he's in
2: Leda when he's when he's in there, so. Mm-hmm. I'm still hot off of uh, Birdman being a pretty good performance by him. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: No, yeah, 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 he was great in that movie. So. That's true. I guess the problem is just that he's apparently still known as being very, very hard to work with. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so much Sometimes
2: it's for the better, though. Like, once I hear about American History X and what that movie could have been, I'm like, uh, I'm kind of glad he took the reins on that one.
0: Yeah, but then when I hear it about him trying to t- uh, butt heads with Marvel, I'm
2: just like, dude... <laughs> I've actually seen the Edward Norton cut of Incredible Hulk. Is there a cut? Really? It, it's... Somebody uh, cut it together with all of the deleted scenes that they released on, like, one special feature. It is two hours and 26 minutes long. Eww. Oof. Eww. It's not bad. <laughs> I'd argue it's a, a... Okay, I actually like the Incredible Hulk. I do too. I think okay. it's a fine movie. Yeah. I, I think it gives... A lot of the characters more depth. I don't think it makes the movie extremely better. I just think it, it it's a solid cut.
0: I mean, okay. uh, the, the who, who's the director of that movie? It's um, um, Louis Lettier. Who yeah, did, Lettier, uh, yeah Lettier, um Which you know, the the thing is, like, That dude makes really fun stuff, but he never makes like great movies or anything like that. Like, like he ma- he makes movies that are really good to just sit down and watch with a, bag of, uh, a bucket of popcorn in your hands, kind of thing. Yeah, I like I that. really like <laughs> Unleashed. Oh, yeah. I mean, even, um, oh, gosh, what was it? Uh, the Magician movie, Now You See Me. I'm like, yeah, it's not, like, a great movie or a terribly smart movie always, but it's a it's a fun film kind of thing. And then he directed every episode of The Dark Crystal, and that was amazing.
2: Yeah, I heard that. I heard his name on there, and I was like, whoa.
0: No, that's the thing. That's the, that's the crazy thing when you realize that not only did he direct every episode, he did all the camera operating. Oh, shit. Wow. Like, he wow. was literally there for the entire, every step of the whole production, where I'm just like, that is that is a Herculean effort on his part. Mm-hmm.
2: Didn't he direct the first Transporter? Uh, yes, he did. I actually do like the first Transporter quite a bit. I mean, you, you can largely say that he's responsible for discovering Jason Statham,
0: so... Oh, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, also, I mean, again, animated feature, Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, Missing Link, and Lion King. So, the Hollywood Foreign Press proving that they don't watch any foreign ling- uh, foreign animated films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just, uh, look, I like uh, some of these movies, but I'm just like, you know, How to Train Dragon was not a great movie. It was okay, you know? Yeah. That was a horrible
3: ending to a trilogy.
0: I don't even think it was horrible. It was just incredibly underwhelming for me personally.
3: It didn't even make sense to me.
2: No. should? Oh, I don't want to spoil it, but...
4: Yeah, I, I have a lot of questions about the Lady Dragon.
2: Yeah. I hate to keep going off on tangents, <laughs> but uh, how is the Kung Fu Panda trilogy, as somebody who has just kept the first one near and dear uh, in my heart? The, the second the
4: one first was okay, one. I
2: didn't I, oh, the third one was just like, whatever, kind
4: of thing. Yeah, the the second one, I I think it's absolutely amazing, I actually rewatched it recently because it popped up on HBO, and yeah, it, it's, it still holds up for me, it's fantastic, but the third one, I was so, so disappointed by it. It wasn't bad, but it was just, yeah, kind of, eh. Kind of
5: yeah, lost
3: the handle on what his journey was about.
0: Yeah, because then it got all the whole thing with the. Pa- like you had kind him of discover the other tribe of pandas, and that really kind of sapped the energy from the room for a lot of the movie. Well, it's well, it's
4: my understanding one. Yeah. that one uh, fell prey to what happens to seemingly a lot of movies nowadays where it was uh, majorly rewritten and re- reworked like halfway through production, and you can mm-hmm. definitely tell. Because there are a couple characters in there that were previously supposed to be you know main characters especially in like the panda tribe that they get cut down to like one or two lines that you think okay is this person going to be someone oh no they're not oh okay that's a real (laughs) (laughs)
0: problem so uh but yeah so then moving up to okay now this is the one that when we saw the live reaction we were just like are you for real golden globes because they had the foreign language contenders this year and one of the contenders is The Farewell, which is not a foreign-made movie, but it is... It is I guess it's technically a foreign-language movie, but...
2: I mean, there's enough of the... I i would argue there is more foreign language than English in the movie, but still not a foreign-language film.
0: Yeah, because then everything else is fine. It's uh, Pain and Glory, Parasite, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and Les Miserables, which is funny because... Those latter two are both from France, but Les Miserables was the one they chose for their uh, contender this year. So, mm-hmm, sorry, portrait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see what else. We got screenplay here, which is duh, 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 uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, Two Popes, Parasite, and The Irishman.
2: Cool. Yeah. I think it's really a toss up between Would it be The Irishman, Marriage Story, and Parasite if Parasite is nominated?
0: I mean, all, all except for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are worthy contenders. You know, like I mean, yeah. it, I don't think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was awful, but it's not one of the best Tarantino scripts.
2: Oh, not not by any measure.
0: No, no. But I'm just amazed that like, in a lot of categories here, Netflix dominated for nominations.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, this, this was a great year for Netflix.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're trying to finally break that curse of saying, oh, Netflix original movies, they're all sucky. And it's like, no, here, look, we got four <laughs> really good ones. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think Roma definitely opened a lot of doors for them. Mm-hmm. I, I and they picked it, it, a lot of smart projects this year.
0: It inspired a lot of confidence that they can do more than just, like, Bright or stuff like that, you know? Oh, uh,
2: dude, man.
4: Dude. I know, you forgot. I didn't uh, talk about that. I <laughs> couldn't
2: even
3: finish Bright. I tried.
2: Is it <laughs> weird that I kind of like Bright? yeah it's kind of weird what, like, like, <laughs> that's really like weird if, if it's like 2 a.m and i'm like i need a movie to turn on and just marvel at the stupidity of with a beer in my hand i think bright would be a movie i'd go to i, I haven't think done i might it have liked yet. it as a kid and i mean like 12 and up you know maybe okay
0: because will <laughs> smith's
3: fun i like will smith a lot so i tried
0: so, then also for director, I mean, it's mostly the people you expect with uh, Martin Scorsese, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Bong Joon-ho, Sam Mendes, and then the one that was totally out of left field, Todd Phillips for Joker.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's a really well-directed movie. Oh, Don't sure. I just,
0: I just didn't expect that to actually happen.
2: <laughs> I just I think Todd to Phillips is Those kind numbers. of a dick. Mm-hmm.
3: I think he, if he won, he'd give like a scathing, angry... Drunk because you, you're allowed to drink at the Globes, right? It's oh, the- oh yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah, speech.
4: You okay, guys, I, you I, guys I,
0: hate comedy. You know, I don't make I, I had to do Joker because you guys don't watch my comedy movies.
4: Okay, now I hope he wins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be amazing. How, how about a joke for you? What do you get when you get a director and a society that abandons him? <laughs> I hope, he
2: himself. <laughs> I hope Ricky Gervais just brings up all of like the failed Todd Phillips movies, like Due Date. Ooh, I forgot he directed that. I don't even remember that.
4: It wasn't good. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, to be fair, like there's so few great or good Todd Phillips movies because, like, what, like, what? I mean, the first Hangover movie is the one that everyone really loves, which I was.
2: I like old school.
0: Okay, old school. I mean, yeah, that's probably the one I that, that a people, lot of people
2: like most fondly. So, Outside yeah. of that, yeah. Yeah,
0: so I would. It's almost to say it's like. A, it's an unfair compliment to say that Joker is probably his best made movie, you know?
2: If you <laughs> yeah. ever watch Due Date, don't. But it's kind of <laughs> like if Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was made by somebody without a heart. No, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah and also, know. someone who has. And, yeah. Someone who's never been to Texas. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, because. Man. There, there's one that. shot that actually made my entire theater crack up where it's like this overhead kind of drone shot of them driving through a desert and then an immediate cut to the inside of the car and suddenly it's a lush green highway and one of the characters says, Oh, we're about an hour outside of Dallas. What? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: that's amazing That's almost as bad as what, how they changed Westeros uh, Where you go to King's Landing It's like it's yes. greenery and that stuff And then the last season is just a giant desert Out of nowhere mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, Game of
0: Thrones Oh I know Sorry to open that wound <laughs> um, that's Yeah a, so, you put some salt in there uh, Supporting actor in a motion picture We had Brad Pitt, Al Pacino, Tom Hanks Joe Pesci and Anthony Hopkins Which that's a great list Honestly, yeah. I I think we
2: pretty much have, like, the locked category for Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars. Yeah,
0: I think it's one of the things where the one who's most vulnerable, well, actually, I guess two would be either Tom Hanks or Anthony Hopkins might get swapped out for Willem Dafoe, depending on how they vote, kind of thing. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, the other three, like, definitely Pitt and the two Irishman actors are definitely locked in this case.
2: Yeah, and I wouldn't be upset if any of the three won. Honestly, I think they're all great. Gave great performances in all very different ways.
0: Yeah, uh, and then also for supporting actors we had Jennifer Lopez, uh, Laura Dern, Margot Robbie for Bombshell, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, and then Annette Bening for the Report. Which that's the first I've seen anyone talk about the report. <laughs>
2: Yeah, oh, dude, we were talking somewhere? about that earlier. I I mm-hmm. still, I didn't know what the report was until you brought it up during that podcast.
0: <laughs> well, it was one of those ones they were touting as like a big potential awards contender because it premiered at Sundance this year. And they're like, oh, big, baby topic about, you know, CIA cover-ups and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, okay, that, that, was, that was it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, actor in a comedy motion picture... We got Leo DiCaprio because apparently once upon a time in Hollywood is a comedy, so sure.
3: Uh, that's I crazy mean, crazy Manson.
2: <laughs> I'd argue it's more of a comedy than a drama. This isn't yeah. quite a Martian situation.
0: To be fair, you're you're probably right on that one. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, can you think of when you think back on his performance? Was it really dramatic?
0: You know, honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, I can say like there are like dramatic dramatic-ish moments, but they're almost all like tinged with a bit of comedy throughout them in that movie. Yeah. uh, Yeah, So, fair enough. Um, Eddie Murphy for Dolomite. Daniel Craig for Nine's Out, which is pretty cool. Um, Yes. Taron Egerton for Rocketman, which, awesome. That dude was great in that movie. And then Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit, which, good on that kid. Yeah. I
2: honestly think that category, that entire list is pretty perfect.
0: It's really good. That's a really strong list there, so... Um, and then actress for a comedy musical, um, I mean lead actress for that, Aquafina for the Farewell, which apparently the Farewell is also a comedy. So,
2: yeah, there are moments of it that are comedic, but eh. it's marketed as a
3: comedy in the trailers, at least.
0: I guess it's just the idea, like you know, it's Aquafina, so of course it's comedy because Aquafina does funny stuff. Oh.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, all of her best scenes are dramatic,
0: <laughs> which is not what you would expect
2: from her. <laughs>
0: so oh then, yeah like, she, oh, she's so good in that movie yeah especially after seeing trailers like that thing that we saw in Breakfast Pub the uh, Aquafina's Nora from Queens or whatever
2: oh uh, yeah that was cool. uh, that was not particularly great
0: no um, but then you got Beanie Feldstein for Booksmart which I still have not seen Booksmart but I really really want to so
2: oh it's she's good in that movie it's a really good movie
0: awesome and then uh, De Moss for Knives Out awesome I thought was she was surprise? great oh were you surprised
4: yeah, it, it, yeah you know, no, it, it was a good performance, but to see that it was a Golden Globe nominated performance, I'm like, oh. Mm,
2: yeah, I, I, I mean, her and Craig are like the two best performances in the movie. I guess if you were mm-hmm. to add a third, probably, uh, uh fuck, what's his name? Don Johnson. But uh yeah, I, I'm surprised to see her on this list, too. I'm glad that she's on the list, though.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we also got Emma Thompson for Late Night, which is probably the last name we'll talk about Late Night during this award season, sadly.
2: <laughs> I saw
3: Late
0: Night. And oh, you're like one think- of the handful of people who did, apparently.
3: <laughs> oh, man, you guys. I am such an Emma, Tom- Emma Thompson fanboy. It's crazy. I love Emma Thompson. She's yeah, fantastic.
2: That's why I saw it. Ride or die for Nanny McPhee. <laughs> exactly <laughs> And then also uh, Kate a treasure, Blanchett yeah.
0: for Where'd You Go Bernadette Which also is probably the last time we'll hear about it During the award season <laughs> Is that, <laughs> Did uh, anybody is that, see that Linklater movie? film? Yeah I didn't even know it was playing anywhere
2: so. I heard a lot of negative things about it I had an opportunity to go see it I'm a big Linklater fan but I didn't I don't know I believe it's, Chris liked it a lot But I'd have to listen to the review again I really liked his last movie Last Flag Flying a lot
0: Oh, I heard that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That I one's mean, very good. Link Ladder is more hit and miss than you'd re- expect from a director like sure, him. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah,
2: I mean, he does one for him and one for us, or <laughs> I guess not us, <laughs> one of us. Nice. Uh, one for one for the audience. <laughs> Yeah.
0: No, just for us. All of us here on uh, oneofus.net.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does make movies just for people in Austin sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Slacker is
0: the ultimate love letter, weirdly, for Austin. So. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. No, but, um, yeah, that's the thing I'm trying to think. I'm like, there was a, there was a good stretch of Leak letter films, like, during the early 2010s, late 2000s, where you did like, you know, Bernie and before... Bernie was great. Yeah, before Midnight. And oh, like Bernie's like so
2: fantastic. Time. And Before Midnight is easily my favorite out of the trilogy. Wow. Uh, yeah, I need to catch on. of I ones. was mentioning this earlier off mic, but uh, I was going to I Love Video the other day, started so to go on another tangent, and somebody was throwing away a ton of posters, and I looked at it, I'm like, I see a Before Midnight poster with a signature, and I'm like, whose signature is this? And I'm like, hey, are you guys throwing this out? And he's like, yeah, what, you want to take the trash? And I was like, yeah. And I found out it was Linklater's signature.
5: <laughs> what?
0: That's huh.
2: pretty cool. Yeah, I need to frame it still, but I'm like, whoa.
0: Man, those Austinites are spoiled with that stuff. That's a- yeah.
2: If you see all the signed shit at I Love Video, I, I'm not fully surprised. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see. So also we got a performance by a dramatic actor in this case. We got Christian Bale for Ford v. Ferrari, which admittedly he is very, very good in that movie. Yeah, he definitely
2: gives the best performance out of that movie. I totally agree.
0: Walking um, Phoenix for Joker, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory, jo- uh, Jonathan Price for The Two Popes, and Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Which, honestly, that might actually be the five that get nominated for the Oscar this year.
2: Yeah. Uh, as much as I did like Christian Bale, I hope that he... I I, I don't hope that he's snubbed, because that's an awful thing to say, but I definitely think you could put a couple people above him.
0: Yeah, I...
4: Well, sure, okay,
2: he's, he's always
0: I
3: say- nominated
0: i see possibly the five, but I think if, if anybody else, it would be Leo DiCaprio. I mean, I have a weird thing where I'm like, people love Christian Bale, and he keeps getting nominated for some performances you wouldn't expect, like Big Short, that one year, mm-hmm. kind of thing.
2: I thought it was great in the Big Short, actually.
0: Oh, definitely. I just didn't expect it to happen. But yeah, I think I think Leo DiCaprio would probably be the better uh, slot to fill in for that one.
2: Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. But otherwise, that's a good list, and you know, Two Popes represented a lot in this uh, Golden Globes, so I'm really happy. I can't wait to see that movie i'm excited yeah, same um then dramatic actress went to renee zellweger charlie Theron for bombshell Sersha ronan cynthia erivo and scarlett johansson for marriage story
2: i'm really bummed i didn't get to see harriet i uh i had a day where i could have seen it but it was like hey do i blow off a friend for uh friendsgiving or do i go see harriet <laughs> from what I i'm I hear, a... you're not missing much with that movie yeah, I know, but I'm a huge fan of the director, Casey Lemons. I feel like she's very underrated. Oh, okay. And Cynthia Arrivo gave uh, one of my favorite performances of 2018 in uh, Bad Times at the El Royale.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I didn't really like in that one, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was just excited. It looked like it could be better than what the trailers projected. Yeah. But yeah, bummed yeah. I didn't see it.
0: Yeah, then on the last two here, I swear, finally, this is the very end of this one. So we got best Mm -hmm. comedy uh, or musical um, picture. We got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Knives Out, Dolomite, Jojo Rabbit, and Rocketman. Solid
4: list. That's a tough call.
2: Solid list. Yeah.
3: Uh, Oh. that doesn't bode well for Cats that it's
2: not on the musical or comedy. <laughs> I know, and I'm so bummed. Why are they snubbing my front runner for Best Picture? That, like, on, James destroys my whole fan actor. theory. <laughs> I can't wait to go to the Alamo <laughs> rowdy screening of Cats. I can't even say that. <laughs> um, yes. No, seriously, like,
0: of all the movies that the people from the highly suspect refused were like clamoring to go get uh, seats for, that was the ultimate one. Everyone's like, I gotta see this. Do you think it's gonna be good? <laughs> no, but I want to see it.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Me me and Gertz are gonna slam some White Claws in the parking lot before we go in for that one. We are so excited. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's great. Uh, and then go to the-, the Rowdy screening. Hear a bunch of people meow and hiss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and then the last one here is Drama Picture, which is mostly what you expect. It's uh, The Irishman, Joker, Two Popes, Marriage Story, and 1917. Which, that's a yeah. solid list right there, you
2: know? Solid list. Mm-hmm. And everyone yeah. that I uh, am not fully confirmed on is pretty much Two Popes. I'm pretty sure 1917 is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Well, I'm just amazed that all the Netflix, like, like all four of the major Netflix contenders this year got for Best Picture nominations, including Dolomite.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm so glad Dolomites getting the love that it is because that is honestly, it it's not the best movie I've seen all year, but it's probably my favorite. I smiled from beginning to end.
0: Oh, it's super entertaining all the way through. So yeah, yeah. But um, any last thoughts? Because that's all we got. Otherwise,
2: uh, where's Idris we... Elba as best supporting actor for Cats?
0: <laughs> Rebel <laughs> Wilson for best supporting actress. Come on.
2: Oh yeah. And then now that we're on the subject, James Corden. I don't know if you'd get a best actor snub or best supporting <laughs> actor, but it it's just upsetting. <laughs> but uh Rose anything?
4: Uh I'm very much kind of shocked and surprised at the the snubs for the Lighthouse. I don't know if it's just because it's it's a weird horror adjacent movie or what, but I, I was for sure. It's so certain several weeks ago, even when I saw it, that, oh, man, this is going to be one of the ones, and uh, no, apparently not. I, I thought Defoe would get at least a nomination, you know, the Golden Globes, and no, uh, so I'm I'm kind of striking out on my predictions this year. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's hit and miss with that kind of stuff. I mean, sometimes people sneak in even without that kind of love. like. I mean, I think, Def- I mean, what, DeFoe getting nominated last year for that movie uh, at Eternity's Gate, you know, where you're just yeah. like, nobody predicted that was going to happen. <clears throat> hmm Even though... I it think gonna, it's... Yeah, it's a great I
2: think it's kind of a hereditary situation. Yeah. Where the movie's just too weird and kind of dips into horror and, you know, these award shows just don't reward horror films as much as they should. No.
4: Yeah.
0: I mean, if anything, Lighthouse's best chances, other than supporting actor, will probably be through tech stuff like cinematography. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, because hey, it's the trend right now to nominate four by three black and white films. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Poland. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously, it feels like that's been really catching on since stuff like Ida and uh, Cold War, where I was like, Uh, oh, I want to do that too. That looks awesome.
2: (laughs) Cold War was so good.
0: Oh yeah, it was. But yeah, I think that's about everything I got to say for that. Unless uh, Brad, any last thoughts on that?
2: No, just mirroring
3: the Defoe stuff. I love yeah. that speech about his food. Yeah, <laughs> probably my favorite opposite, scene of any you? movie this year.
5: Hark!
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine.
2: I liked your beans. Or <laughs> uh, your crab. Flop your <laughs> All right. How about you, away. I like you. My favorite delivery of that entire movie is uh, <laughs> Robert Pattinson with If I had a rare steak, I'd fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That was great. That was
2: where I was like, oh man, he is my frontrunner for best actor. Oh, I think the
0: other <laughs> best one was where he's just, I think it's during that same scene or one later where he's just like, I can't stand your gosh dang fought no more. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Where uh, That's such so good. great. The
3: whole sequence is so intimate and it's just two actors. At the top of their craft, I dare say, and mm. I don't know. I'm very upset about the snubs for, for both of them, but you know. Yeah, I, I know I was of, joking
2: yeah. about all the cats, but I, I really gotta echo your thoughts, Rose. Like that was two of the best performances of the year. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens okay. comes o- Oscar time. So <laughs> comes comes Oscar time, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>
5: start
0: to wiki. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah, that's all we got. Um, anybody got anything they want to plug before we sign off?
2: uh i mean i'm on twitter nathan flynn no uh no capitals no underscores no none of that shit <laughs> then i'm on instagram nathan is a dapper dan man that's about it
0: well cool all right i mean yeah you guys know where to find me on social media just justin zarian look it up and uh i'm on a bunch of other shows too uh rose
4: uh yeah i'm still uh bouncing around over at children of the toast and that's kind of it <laughs> yeah, fair
0: enough fair enough and then bradley I'm
3: at Bradley of Martin. The E is silent and also invisible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a
3: Tuca and Birdie joke. I can't take credit for that. I love that joke. And, you know, just trolling around the Facebook pages usually. So,
0: yeah. All right. Well, uh, then, yeah, we'll talk to you guys later. I mean, we'll probably have a, a, a recording probably sooner than the last time we recorded this because... I mean, I don't want to subject you guys to have to go through too long a list like, that, like this next time. So Yeah. <laughs>
2: all right. So
0: we'll talk to you all later. See ya.
5: Bye. See ya.
2: Bye.